When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know what's really weird (laughs) is that, well, there's a lot of weird things that came out of COVID, but the most weird to me is that people can look like they just robbed a bank and it's totally normal now. If so, like there's no alarm when you see somebody with a face covering. There, well, not just a face covering. There was a guy, walk. one of our neighbors was walking his dog Uh and he had on a like, you know, obviously like shoes and pants and a jacket with a hood and a hat on under that and a mask on under that. And he had gloves on walking his dog. Yeah. And if I had seen that three years ago, I 100 percent would have called 911 and been like, there is someone who I think just killed someone in my backyard, because why else would you be dressed like that? Right. You know what um, I'm struggling with when it comes to uh, getting dressed? And I, th- this is what, this is everything about uh, working for myself and working from home. Mm-hmm. I haven't had the occasion or the reason to really purchase new clothes since March of 2020, right? Mm-hmm. So, so sometimes I'll put on like a hoodie to go, uh, just to go to the store and Callie will kind of give me a look and say, you're wearing that in public? Because it's like pilled or, you know, frayed or something or faded or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, does it not look good? And she's like, no, you got to put on a different one. And I realized I just don't have one because I haven't had, so now I've started shopping. Like, I have to replenish my wardrobe. It would have been different if I had a job and I had to go back into the office. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. then I would have had to go dig out. But look, we'll, look, we'll have to go to storage and dig through. We have clothes in storage that we haven't worn in since I found out I was pregnant with Ellie, really. I mean, we we moved and I was like, well, these clothes aren't going to fit for a while. And then we just haven't – we kind of have just been living <laughs> without – uh, a bunch of clothes that are in our storage unit. So I got to be honest with you. I don't even know what's in there. It's going to be like going to a Macy's or something where we're going to be like, oh, look at that. Like we're going to be pulling stuff off the rack like we've never seen it before. Yeah, look at that. Shopping in your own closet. The best kind of shopping. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, April 11th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for every single person who makes us part of their daily routine. Oh, like, I, uh, we had a problem with the show last Friday getting uh, uploaded. It didn't, it didn't go all the way through. I'm not really sure. Um, what happened, but within an hour of when it's normally posted, I get so many messages from people saying, uh, hello, you're screwing up my entire day. Where is the upside? I love it. 
My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for catching up on sleep. I got to work from home last week, and I caught up on sleep, and it is amazing what a couple days of just like an hour or two more of sleep will do for your life. Like, it's crazy. I would say I would go to bed earlier, but I already go to bed at 6.30, so that's not really an option for me, but man, being able to sleep in was awesome. It wouldn't, and I'm saying this for the benefit of... Every if you have somebody in your life who does not work a typical shift, a typical uh, schedule, because I did not do it for decades. Callie currently does not do it. So if you are a police officer, a first responder, if you're a paramedic, if you're a healthcare person, if you're a uh, who anybody like a, a factory warehouse person who's on the overnight, if you work on a cleaning crew, uh, if you know someone who does that, just know that there's nothing normal about their existence and it's terrible. It's really weird. Um, and so I, I, I don't think I finished that. So, uh, when they say things like, Oh, it feels really good to, to have a week off and just have a normal schedule. Like you can't say to them, go to bed earlier. Cause even if you went to bed earlier, your body's still jacked up. Your body's still jacked up because you're working overnight. So you're getting up at two or three or four in the morning or whatever. If you are listening and you just got back from spring break, welcome back to reality. Thank you for joining us. I know there were so many people, at least down South, that were on spring break last week. I feel like everyone on my Instagram, even people that don't have kids were on spring break. And I'm like, wait, what, what, where are we going? Why are we not on spring break? Um, I, I don't know if they do this in every city, but I like the fact that most of the public schools in the Atlanta area, like all the big districts, all of their spring break happens in, in the same week or two. This weekend, we, Ellie met the Easter Bunny, which was a highlight of my weekend. And she was so cool about it, which surprises me and doesn't like she's never seen a giant like dressed up character before like a really tall larger than life anything she met santa claus yeah but santa looks like a guy like santa's like our size you know what i mean like the easter bunny is super big and she's seen small bunnies but she's never seen like a big bunny so i was expecting her to like be kind of scared of it and like not really into it and i'm not even kidding you when the bunny walked in her eyes lit up and she goes bunny and it was so cute i um was shocked at how uncreepy that easter bunny was because a lot of times when you see Easter bunnies in the wild, the 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 look is just a little freaky. Like right? the eyes are creepy. Maybe the eyes or the something fake or smile or something is just off. And this one was this Easter bunny was oddly welcoming. It was oddly welcoming. It was awesome. And Ellie walked right up to it and was like bunny and like was like petting it. Like yeah. she the Easter bunny held out its hands and like Ellie got to you know was like just petting it. It was so cute and she couldn't take her little eyes off of him it was it was just the sweetest thing it was in a room of like maybe a dozen kids and there was only one guy who was not he was probably maybe three years old and he was just not into to seeing the easter bunny that day yeah he was just not feeling it i think by the end of it he warmed up to it Mm -hmm. but at the beginning he just was not it was um 
during Ellie's little music class. So Jeff came to music class with us. What did you think? Um, well, I was a little overwhelmed when I first walked in because it was like the waiting room for multiple classes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, there are a lot. This is a lot of chaos. But then they came in and they announced like, if you're in this class, go yeah. here. And if you're in this class, and then it got un- uncra- uncrowded. And then it was exactly what I expected. So I actually didn't expect, like, there were one or two people there who had, like, two-month-olds mm-hmm. who were just kind of snoozing through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I w- was not expecting babies that small. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was exactly it was exactly what I expected. You haven't seen her really in, like, a classroom environment where there <laughs> yet. And it is funny because she's the age where like, there's someone trying to teach, like, so they, you know, teach little songs and stuff like that. Um, and Ellie was like, I want to go down the slide. I want to like go hide in the tent. Like trying to get a one and a half year old to focus is like not. Well, nobody at that, I would say the average age in there was, was probably one and a half, maybe two. Yeah. Like zero people were focusing. Yeah. Like nobody was Focusing what, when like new instruments would be passed out or like when the little parachute thing came out, then everybody was into it for about two minutes. Yeah. But then they're like, oh, okay, look, my, look at my foot. And I would have been super bummed if Ellie didn't like the parachute. Cause that was like always my favorite thing. He was, I remember in, in, uh, elementary school in when it would come out in gym class, we yeah. used to have a, did you have a giant one? Like that took up half uh-huh. the gymnasium. Oh, so much fun. You would throw the balls on top of it. Oh, it was party time. Also this weekend, we found out that we are going to be speaking together in Washington, D.C., which is a first for us. Like I've spoken at different things before and been on different panels and Jeff has done that before. But we got asked to like speak together about podcasting. And I'm really nervous to be doing this with you. You should be because I am so good at it. You should be intimidated. Well, that's why I am intimidated because you've been doing this for like 25 years. You've been like on stages and in front of people. And so I feel like I'm kind of fine on my own, but we haven't like we play well together on the show and during interviews and stuff, but we've just never done anything on a stage and I don't know how to carry my, like I'm intimidated to share a stage with you. Well, you shouldn't be. I was just kidding. You're going to be fine. Um, the key to anything like this, are we talking about who we're speaking in front of? I don't of? think so. Cause I don't think we're allowed to say. Oh, we're not. Oh, I don't know. I just, can we assumed. say after the fact? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, okay. We'll be posting about it. I just didn't know if it was okay if we said it or not. We'll have to find out. Yeah. But it's a really cool organization. Like, really, like, like we were like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so it's a really cool organization. And we're presenting on uh, how to enter. It, it, uh, what's the right way to say it? How to approach podcasting as either a way to make money or a way to get your message out mm-hmm. to this to this group of people. And the key to not being intimidated is going to be uh, preparation and practice, which is going to feel foolish, but like we'll have to do the presentation like sitting across from each other at the dining room table like three or four times. Yeah, I would like, say probably more than that. Um, not to the point where we're like memorizing it and stuff, 
but we will have a limited amount of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's going to be a, a second, or I guess if, if we're considered one unit, if it's a 90 minute window, we get like 30 minutes, 30 or 40 minutes, they get like 30 or 40 minutes. And then there's like a 10 minute Q and a with all of us together. Yeah. So yeah. Are you feeling confident? Like you don't have any sort of insecurity about it, do you? No, my insecurity honestly comes from over talking and over explaining. Yeah. Because once, if there's something that I like talking about, like I, I can talk about it, but I go, I just get into a lot of detail that's unnecessary mm-hmm. and like I get, I distract myself. The so. hosts asked Jeff a really hard question. We were on the phone with them on Friday afternoon and they were like, so how much time do you need to talk about podcasting? And Jeff was like, well, that's a loaded question. Um, I could condense it into 15, 20 minutes and go over key points or I could talk about it for four hours. Yeah. Honestly, I could go on forever cause I love it. So yeah, we gotta we gotta flush that out. Um, I think we can talk about what the organization is. We just let's just confirm with the person. I didn't even I, I it didn't occur to me that we couldn't say what the organization was until you just said that. So we can ask. Today. I just get I have like major phobia ever since. Well, ever since the Taylor Swift thing, I got in trouble for. Um, saying that I was with Taylor Swift somewhere. And ever since I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't talk about anything ever unless someone tells me I can speak. Yeah. Which is like really weird, but that situation totally, I mean, that is one of those things that will forever stick with me. Um, so I just err on the side of caution. I feel like you can't breeze over that story. Haven't we talked about it on the show before? We have, but if somebody's listening for the first time or didn't oh. hear that particular episode, you can't be like, yeah, um, I got yelled at by Taylor Swift and then just keep going on. Oh, it wasn't Taylor Swift. So the story is that I was in a situation where I was personally, like I was at the Swift's home um, f- with like a small group group of people, it was totally random. I didn't know it was going to happen. It was like, Hey, everybody, we're going to the Swift's house. Do you want to come? And I was like, um, heck yeah, I want to go. And I didn't know that I wasn't allowed to talk about the fact that she was there. And I, I mean, I literally had a one-on-one conversation with her and, um, I, I just had no clue that, you know, that I wasn't supposed to say that. And so Jeff actually like posted something about it on his Facebook page. Like, oh my God, Callie got to hang out with Taylor Swift and I'm sitting here eating a barbecue sandwich or something. And I'm not even kidding you within like one hour, her team had like called literally everyone that I know and everyone that I've ever worked with and was like, you need to take that down. Like you can't say that you were with her. And I was like, oh. But we figured out after the fact that she was... There was like an award show or something that weekend or like. No, I remember what it is. I just don't want to talk about it. Why? Because I don't want to get in trouble again. What What are they going to do now? Well, I don't know, but I, I don't know. There was something, there was some event that she was supposed to be at with a boy that she was dating, but they were no longer dating, right? And But it hadn't come out publicly. Something like that. So she was laying low. And the fact that she was, was you were in Nashville, right? Like mm-hmm. the fact that she was present in Nashville and not at this New York or, or LA 
event on that particular weekend would have been significant. Yeah. So she was trying to fly under the radar and Callie's all you and 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 I ruined it apparently. Yeah. Um but anyway, so that was like one that really just freaked me out. So now before I say anything about anything ever, I always second guess myself and like triple check to make sure I can talk about it because that has just scarred me for life. Yeah. Um Needless to say we're not speaking to um anyone affiliated with Taylor Swift about podcasting. No, we're not. It's definitely not about her. Um, and I finished Bridgerton season two this weekend, which is funny because Jeff, we, usually we watch all of the same shows and we watch them together. Bridgerton is more my thing. You didn't watch the first one with me, right? Uh, I tried. And you were you like, you got to watch this is the greatest. And I, I, I just don't think that it is a show for dudes in any sense of the way, any, any sense of the word. Like I'm not, I just wasn't into it at, at all. And I don't know, like I can watch sex in the city, right. Which mm -hmm. is generally considered a, you know, a show for women or like Shonda Rhimes is the producer of Bridgerton, isn't she? Mm -hmm. So I've seen others of her shows. Scandal was hers, right? Mm -hmm. uh, is Grey's Anatomy hers? Yep. Yeah. It was. Was so all those shows, like Bridgerton, just to me, just did not have. I was not a. There was no appeal whatsoever. I loved season one. I held on to every single episode. Season two, I didn't love. I thought it was like too. So the first one, I was kind of hanging on to every single episode, and then the second one was kind of like they were trying to force people to hang on. So I felt like they were drawing out. Thing. So I just, I mean, I, I watched it the whole way through because I was that level of interested. But would I watch it again? Probably not. Would I watch season one again? Absolutely. So. But this is the same thing that everybody said about the um, Sex and the City reboot. What's the name of Sex and the City reboot? Reboot. Um, the new one. And just like that. And just like that. Universally, people said it was terrible. But they're all like, well, I'm going to keep watching. Yeah. I just can't. And, and they're coming back for another season of it, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I think I've said this before. I'm going to say it again at, at, at the risk of being borderline offensive, but Girl Scout cookies are not that great. They are not, uh, it is, it, it is not a show that none of the Girl Scout cookies are show stopping, wonderful cookies. The reason that they're appealing is because they're affiliated with the Girl Scouts, number one. So they're raising money for the Girl Scouts. Number two, limited, right? They're like a limited release. You mm -hmm. can only get them during a certain window. So there's there's like the urgency of getting them. And number three, I think everybody just talks about Girl Scout cookies, like because they're limited and because they're Girl Scout cookies, that it hypes them up. But if they were available year round and they were sold in the stores, you would never choose a Girl Scout cookie over something else, would you? No, I wouldn't. But I am convinced that there is like something in the cookies that is like super addictive because it isn't this way with all cookies. When I have one Girl Scout cookie, I cannot just have one. Yeah. Like Jeff and I got the um, s'mores ones and my intention was to not even eat any of them. I was just going to eat one. And then like we ate half the box, more than half the box in one sitting. And like, they're like little 
I don't know. There's something addictive about it. I don't know what it is. So like, would I go out and buy them if I weren't buying them from like a friend's kid or something? No, I definitely would not. But I can't stop eating them either. Girl Scout cookies and Oreo cookies. Both of them have the same, for me, addictive properties. Oh my gosh, Oreos. And I can declare, like I can say Oreos, a delicious cookie, also not one of the best cookies on the planet. Like it's good. For me, the best cookie on the planet is a home, is like a fresh baked chocolate chip cookie. But if we have those, you know, break and bake Toll House cookies in the fridge, mm-hmm. like I'll bake one or two mm-hmm. and I'm totally fine with it. Like, but will I ever eat one or two Oreos? No. Will I ever eat one or two Thin Mints? No. One or two S'mores cookies? No. I'll eat 36 of them. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. I ran into a friend of mine and introduced her to my one and a half year old daughter, Ellie. She says, what's Ellie short for? I look at her and say, she's only a year and a half old. Decades ago, before most people had air conditioning, they slept on cotton sheets to help them stay warm. If you're still sleeping on cotton sheets and you're sweating your way through the night, it is time for a sheet upgrade. Cozy Earth is a personal luxury brand that makes the single most comfortable sheets I have ever slept on. They're 100% viscose from bamboo, so they'll keep you cool all night long. I have not had a single sweaty night since we started sleeping with Cozy Earth sheets, which is blowing my mind. Things you use every single day are worth the investments, and Sheets is one of them. Cozy Earth is so confident in their product that your Sheets come with a 100-night sleep guarantee. So if you sleep on them for a few months and you decide you don't like them, you'll get your money back. They also come with a 10-year warranty. That's right. I said 10 years. I love our Cozy Earth Sheets, but I also love the company's mission to be better citizens of the world. Cozy Earth prides itself on positive working conditions and sustainability so you can feel proud of where your money is going. Cozy Earth has given us the biggest discount you can find on the internet for Upside listeners, and that discount will populate at checkout when you go to sleep.callieandjeff.com. Again, that's sleep.callieandjeff.com, and your discount's going to automatically populate at checkout. I never really paid attention to the labels of things that I was eating when I was a kid because I'm a kid. But now that I have a kid, I look very closely to make sure that I can pronounce the ingredients and the food that I'm eating. That if I have a choice, I'm looking for something that is certified organic, where the meat and the dairy are all humanely raised, where grass-fed and free-range are on the label somewhere. I see all of those things with Snow Day's Pizza Bites. And that's why I was so excited to see that they've got a brand new flavor. They've got Taco Pizza Bites. Taco Pizza Bites, so delicious and so limited. Yeah, you heard me. Once they're gone, they're gone. You can buy them 
right now through May 15th. But if they sell out before then, then the window closes. So you've got to get your order in for taco pizza bites from Snow Days today. Of course, the upside discount prevails. You can get 10% off. You can get free shipping, but you've got to go to snowdays.com slash upside. That's snowdays.com slash upside for snow days, exclusive, limited taco pizza bites. So delicious. So good. So need to be in your freezer. Snowdays.com slash upside. I love spring and I love watching all of the trees in full bloom and it's extra special to explore all of the trees and flowers with Ellie. Spring is the perfect time for kids to explore the world around them. Nurture that natural curiosity with projects designed to teach them about everything from rainbows to rocket ships and everything in between. KiwiCo delivers monthly science and art projects that spark a love for lifelong learning and they come for kids of all ages. We got the panda crate for Ellie. And as much as I would like to say that I have always had time to fully research and know what's best for her development all the time, the truth is I need help. We all do, right? The panda crate was filled with things that were developmentally important for her. And it taught me why it was important for her. And we got this when she was as young as two months old. Cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new hands-on projects every month and do your part to encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. Give them the tools to learn new skills, build new experiences, and make new connections to the broader world. Step into spring and celebrate the season of discovery with the KiwiCo subscription. Get 30% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line with code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code UPSIDE. Today's three random things brought to you by Snow Days Pizza Bites and their new limited taco flavor. Number one, if you are going to have a baby this spring, here's some interesting news about that. Number one, uh, the kid is probably going to grow up to be a night owl. Spring babies, um, scientists are assuming it's because of the uh, light during the first few months of their life, uh, will grow up to be a night owl. um, And they will also grow up to be more optimistic. Uh, Babies born in spring months generally have a more optimistic outlook on life than babies born during the winter. Also makes sense. Hmm. Spring, everything's blooming. It's bright. Flowers, all that. Winter, bleh. Uh, Number two, my second random thing is uh, during the pandemic, the only way that a lot of workplaces could get together were like Zoom meetings, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Now that people are back in the office, the meeting habit has not gone away. And uh, there is uh, 250% more meetings now, 250% more meetings now than before the pandemic. I hate meetings. Yep. I hate meetings. And I think it's just, I mean, if you were running your office and everybody was working remotely and you, like the only way that you would interact with people is like if every morning at 10 a.m. you had a Zoom and talked Mm -hmm. about whatever or whatever the thing was, or you just got used to it. And if you are a, a boss who tends to like meetings, that's going to carry over so easily once everybody's back in person because you're just used to it. Yeah. And if you don't have that, 
I used to work for a guy like this. He loved a meeting. And you could see it. Like, if he didn't have meetings, he didn't think stuff was happening. Yeah, I, I used to work with someone like that, too. I just don't get it. I don't. Maybe it's because I'm a millennial. I don't know. I hate meetings. I think I hate the inefficiency of meetings. Yes. And there are people that are like, let's have a stand. You used to be one of these people, and you're getting better. But you're like, let's have a standard meeting on the calendar all the time. And I'm like, it just inherently stresses me out because I feel like you don't schedule a meeting until you have something to talk about or work on. Agree to disagree on that point. I think that we still could, I've only backed off because you protested so much, but I think there should be 30 minutes every single week where you and I have uninterrupted time to sit down and talk and just run down a list. And that's totally fine. I think it would make more sense if I didn't have two full-time jobs because there are days and you have these days too, which is why our standard meetings rarely ever work out because there's, if there's only two of you and one of you is not in like a creative headspace or is in like a weird funk or just doesn't have the brain power, half the meeting isn't paying attention. You know what I mean? So What's it's not so, like a meeting of 20 people. It's a meeting of two. And if one of them isn't on their A game that day, there's no point in meeting. What's so weird about me is I am a very creative person. And if my brain is not working in a creative direction, then, then a meeting is going to be wasted. However, I am also extremely committed to routines. I operate best during a routine. And when there is a routine, that's when I'm at full functionality. Mm -hmm. um, so those two things are at war with each other. But if I'm being completely honest, it drives me nuts when we are both working together and we interrupt each other every 20 minutes to ask a question about something that's not what the other one is working on. And I think a meeting would cure that. Mm -hmm. You know, like when we're, like if I'm trying to edit a show and then you yell downstairs like, hey, did you um, enter the payment for such and such or whatever last week? And I'm like, yeah, did you pay this bill? That, you know, or whatever it is. And it takes us both out of our headspace. Yeah. Yeah. So have I sold you on a meeting? No. Uh, okay. And then my last random thing is, and I think uh, T-Bird actually brought this up a couple of weeks ago to, uh, to me when we were talking about introverts and extroverts and trying to figure out who was what mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, there's an answer to that. Did we talk about this on the show? I think T-Bird messaged it to me, but I don't think I ever followed up. I don't think so. Uh, extroverts are energized by crowds of people and being around others. Introverts are energized by being by themselves. So that's how you can define yourself as an introvert or an extrovert is where do you get your batteries recharged? Going to a party or going to your bedroom and shutting the door and watching TV or reading a book. Those are my three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. We love your messages and your feedback helps us create the best show for you. If I thought we could pull it off, going back to the meeting thing that we were talking about a few minutes ago, if I thought we could pull it off, do you know what I think would be brilliant? What? If every single afternoon or dinner or night at some point, we had like a 10 minute maximum like family meeting type of thing where we just 
10 minutes is probably twice as long as it would take, but I would love it if every single night we said, okay, what's on the calendar for tomorrow? Like, mm -hmm. what, what, like, what am I forgetting? Like, you know, you have an, a, a, you know, appointment for your eyebrows or something that I forgot that you had, or I have to go get my hair cut or whatever. Do that. What are we eating tomorrow? Mm -hmm. What's what's for what's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? And are the groceries? Can we answer that question now? And uh, what do we have to do tomorrow? Like, what needs to get done? Like mm -hmm. What like work related or personal? Five minutes. I would if if there was a way to pull that off every single night. It would that would be a dream come true for me. Really? Okay. You know, I'm not opposed to it. I don't think we could physically, I don't think, I physically do it. That seems dramatic. I don't think we could do it because by the end of the day, you are usually completely fried. Mm -hmm. And then we put Ellie down and then you immediately go to bed. I think we you, could do it during dinner. And I think that... This sounds like a challenge. So challenge accepted. Okay. I think we should try to do this. All right. So what's the plan? The plan is to do it during dinner. Okay. And we'll see how it goes. Hey guys, I just wanted to mention that even though today's episode was a little bit late, um, I, it had me, I was able to go back and listen to the bonus episodes about fertility or infertility. And I knew Callie had promoted them, but other listeners were calling in and saying how good they were, so I thought I would try it. And whoa, I'm in the middle of episode one, and it is blowing me away already. Um, it's hard to believe that us women know very little about our own bodies. So uh, I can't wait to hear the rest. And that's all. Y'all have a great Friday. Bye. Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone in need. We've been talking about the socks for years on this show, but they have so much more than that. They've got T-shirts. They've got underwear, all of them made with thoughtful design features, super soft fabrics. Everything is the perfect weight. So it's just there. It's almost like you can't even feel it. But in addition, the socks, they now have socks for every single thing that you do. That was the original. That's the OG Bombas, and they've stuck with it, and they do it the best. So if you need sports socks, if you need performance socks, if you need dress socks, whatever you need, Bombas has you covered in the most comfortable way possible. Go to bombas.com slash upside and get 20% off your first purchase. Trust me, you don't think a lot about the socks on your feet right now. You will once you experience Bombas socks. That's what happened to me. B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside. 20% off at bombas.com slash upside. Here's a question you may not have considered. Is your credit card doing enough for you? With the Secure Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start building your credit on everyday purchases and on-time payments. With Credit Builder, members can increase their credit history with no annual fees or interest, and having a good credit score can mean getting a better car loan rate or renting houses easier. So continue your credit journey with Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash ups. 
upside. That's chime.com slash upside. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank in a pursuant to a license from Visa USA Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to score may vary and some user scores may not improve. So pre-COVID, I worked in an office where we did some intense renovations and people actually worked from home for a couple of months while we did the construction. So when we opened up the brand new office, everyone had brand new desk space. Everybody wanted the window seat. So what we did was we drew numbers. And if you were number one, awesome, you get to choose your spot. But it was fair and it actually made it kind of fun. You know, it was competitive. I think that that would be the best recommendation. Thank you all. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Mary. And I don't know if you realize this, Jeff. Spring break is usually one week off, and it's we come back on a Monday. So you won't be depriving them of anything but a day of school. So I think you need to rethink that. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Stephanie from Atlanta. So I am actually driving back from a spring break trip this today and wanted to weigh in on your overthinking about coming back on a Monday. Um, I have found that I like to build in a few days to unpack and reset before the kids go back to school. So you might want to come back, like, maybe on a Thursday, and it'll give you time to unpack, do laundry, reset everything. So more food for thought. See you later. Talk to you later. I don't know. Bye. I wish I had known that this too shall pass. You feel bad right now? You feel pissed oh, off? You feel angry? Yes, yeah, This too shall pass. Oh, great. You feel great? You feel like you know all the answers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like that everybody <laughs> yeah. finally gets you oh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, there you are? Yeah. This, this too, too shall pass. pass. Ooh, good. Time is your ally. And if nothing else, just wait. Just oh. wait it out.